friends, welcome to the Life with the Sweaty Saints podcast, where our mission is to help one another and to make a prayer of our own lives. You will hear stories of our lives and those who are a part of our community. By sharing personal testimonies, we hope to bring hope, peace, and love to your day. Holy Spirit, please guide our conversation today. We pray that you bring us wisdom that may be helpful and fruitful for each other. Amen. And without further ado, here is Adisa. So this is our first time recording all together with our special guest and with Jeet, Chantal and I. So I'm super excited just for that. Um, and this year, we usually have a tea party to celebrate Our Lady for her queenship. And we usually do a, a bigger setting with a bunch of women and we gather and just share our womanhood. And this year we felt called to do something smaller. And so as we prayed about it, this beautiful woman came into my life at the moment and I said, we gotta have her on. So apart from our own September 1st event, there's another September date that you, whoever's listening, will not want to miss out on. So this is September 16th and September 17th. So it's two days. There will be the first ever theatrical prayer experience, which is situated here in Manitoba at the beautiful St. Malo Grotto. It is a living chaplet. The play is called Our Lady's Legacy. And so today, we have a beautiful special guest sitting with us, which is awesome because we've never done this before, to share more details about this special project. Welcome, Danielle. Thank you. Hello. Okay, meet Danielle Kerplak. Uh, she's born and raised in St. Anne, Manitoba. She grew up among nine siblings. And after diverse work experiences, she embarked on a year-long missionary journey. Upon her return, she pursued a business education. Her path intertwined with love as she met and married Chris, spending five years in the U.S. Chicago, right? Chicago, yeah. Uh, before returning home to continue to build a family. Now a devoted mother of five children, Sam, Violet, Eve, Max, and Teddy. She homeschools them. And Danielle's enduring passions for music and people have manifested in her involvement with choirs, bands, and leadership roles in nonprofits and various church ministries. It's so awesome to have you here with us um, and specifically talking here about this play. Thanks. Yeah. Great to be here. Yeah. It's I'm excited to, to be here. Yes. All right. Um, so, what is. The play all about what's your what's your part in in it yes so this play um just came about actually probably less than a month ago um which is crazy yeah my <laughs> lovely friend miranda who can't be here today but we wish wish she was um was at the grotto in saint malo so if you've never been there have to go it's gorgeous mm -hmm. it's a such a beautiful sacred spot you walk down these steps and you enter into this beautiful peaceful place near the river and um it's a replica of our lady of lords 
where Our Lady of Lourdes um, appeared to St. Bernadette. So Miranda was down there and she had just participated in um, the Passion Play. You guys have seen that one? Yeah. Yes. yeah. That's in so La the one Rivière. in La Rivière. Yeah. So one of her sons was wearing a Passion Play t-shirt. And um, there was a gentleman who had been doing work on the grotto and he was working away. And uh, her son ran by him. I hope I'm getting the story right. And he said, oh, the Passion Play. He says, were you part of that? And Miranda said, yes, I am. And, or yes, we were. And, and he looks around and he says, we should do a Passion Play here, you know? And she says, but it would have to be about Our Lady. And he looks at Miranda and he says, and honestly, you guys have to realize this, Miranda is probably the only person in Manitoba who could, other than the people who are doing the passion play of mm -hmm. La Rivière, who has done passion plays. Yeah. So he looks at her, doesn't know her, and says, do you know anybody who could do that? And she goes, <laughs> she goes oh, no, no. Not you know? And the skies opened up and she, you know, and she goes, oh, and she looks around and uh, was completely inspired, of course, right? Wow. I have chills just thinking yeah. about it again. It's so sweet. It. What a story. Yeah, so kind of, germinated from there she I remember getting a phone call from her and she says oh Danielle you'd never believe what happened and she mentioned I'm thinking about doing a play at the grotto and I and I go and I'm thinking like the grotto is the perfect place for a play why have we not thought of this before it has this this lower level and then it has a a medium level and it has a high level so almost three stages okay and it has entry points from various directions it has a chapel on the top where you can hide like it really is yeah it is perfect basically a stage it's it's an outdoor theater and yeah. i don't think it's ever been done there so i think absolutely holy spirit inspired you know these moments where the right person talking to the yeah. right person at the right time yeah and, and that guy yeah, yeah, he's working there. It's his yes. last week working there, right? Or his last day. I think something. it was his last day. Yeah. Like, it's just <laughs> kind of like, no. So, <laughs> such a beautiful story. So, Miranda calls me, and, and I thought, oh, yeah. She knows I love theater and singing. And I said, oh, yeah, Miranda, that sounds great. Let's do it. Like, May would be a great time, you know, month of Our Lady. <laughs> but knowing Miranda, I was like, don't even think about doing it in a couple of weeks because I know... <laughs> Oh, that Miranda would, you know, be that bold and amazing, <laughs> yeah. right? So I was like, oh, no, I'm thinking September, you know? So, oh, my gosh, which was so, yeah. only a month prior to yeah. this phone call. Yes. So wow, it has all kind of um, the right people, the right times have come um, into her path, into our paths, and things have fallen into place in a way that sometimes God, sometimes God just works super fast and... You know, I, I attributed or kind of said it was like almost like when you're a little kid and, you know, you're learning to potty train and you're given like the candy every time you go on the toilet. It just felt like an experience like that as an adult, like God just going, yes, okay, yeah, keep going. Yeah, do this. Good. Yeah, here's another person that you need. Here's another person. Here's another person. Here's, and it's like, ah, we have to do it. Yeah. Okay, I have two questions. Yeah. Okay, so how many people are you or are you guys orchestrating? So it ended up, I think Miranda, the last number she gave me was fifty-one. Oh my goodness! Cast members, yeah. Wow. So all that in a month. It's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be a beautiful thing to see a lot of people involved and and kind of the trick or the way if if you know theater, um, either if you do an outdoor play, usually you're either 
Shakespeare in the Ruins level professional actors who are, you know, extremely able to project. Okay. Or you have those microphones Mm -hmm. on. So it's very elaborate to do it sound-wise. So right away, Miranda was thinking, oh, we can just do a living theater, but have narrators that are mic'd. So um, that's how we're able to actually do it in a short amount of time. We get the, the 50 actors moving around the stage giving you the visual like um i guess images of of all the things that are happening yeah and then some narrators who are um narrating the play and yeah bringing you through it that way so yeah it's um it seems to be falling into place that's cool you answered my second question (laughs) yeah so it's all good yeah so the play is called our lady's legacy but it's after, like, it's a living chaplet, right? Yes. And there's three different names that I found out because I never knew, like, which one to say. But I'm like, oh, okay. they're actually all correct. They're called the Servite Rosary, the Seven Sorrows Chaplet, or the Rosary of the Seven Sorrows, which is all the same. Um, so can you talk a little bit about its origin? Because there's, like, an older origin and a newer one. Sure, so. yeah. So, um The Seven Sorrows of Mary. Um, You could say it started at the foot of the cross. You know, when when Jesus gave his mother to John, right? So at that moment, John took Mary as his mother. And in a sense, um, Mary was given to all of us um, as our mother. So... Mm -hmm. In the ancient times, um, the apostles, starting with the apostles, they were very close to Mary, mm-hmm. and they were able to, we can imagine, hear stories from her, and um, she was a presence in their lives. And she was so close to Jesus that the when she was present in these sorrowful times and these joy- joyful times, they were able to kind of live these experiences through her. Mm-hmm. So you could say it started in the ancient times where they would meditate on mysteries that Mary would have lived and mm-hmm. seen through the eyes of a creature, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then move on to like Middle Ages, mm-hmm. and I believe it's Bridget of Sweden. Yeah. Um, and she, oh, even actually before that, which I thought was really cool, is... Um, So Mary had appeared to seven holy men in the 13th century. So this is before the 14th century. And asked them to continue this devotion that started in the ancient times with the apostles and and up through there. Um, And this was the beginning of the Servite order. So these seven men became the Servites. So that's why we call it the Servite Rosary. And then soon after that, the devotion gained renewed prominence through the influence of St. Bridget of Sweden. So she was known for her mystical experiences and writings in the 14th century, including revelations about the seven sorrows of Mary. So we can actually go like public domain and and uh, read these beautiful writings like that she's left. Oh, and that's so cool. Yeah, right through Mary's words of um, of these sorrows and what she would have experienced. So that's mm-hmm. Bridget of Sweden. And then there was another resurgence in the 20th century when the Virgin Mary report um, appeared to a group of young people in Quebeho, Rwanda, including a visionary named Alfonsin Mumerek. I hope I have it right. 
The Virgin Mary emphasized the importance of repentance, prayer, and meditation on her seven sorrows as a way to bring about healing and peace. Mm -hmm. So now we have the contem uh, contemporary form of this chaplet. So we all know the rosary. Mm -hmm. So this is another chaplet where I guess the church gives us um, chaplets as a way of meditating mm -hmm. and a way of uh, growing closer to Jesus. So this is, this is a chaplet which consists of seven Hail Marys. Um, and seven uh, mysteries. So you're you're okay. you're meditating on seven mysteries instead of the five. Yeah, and there's only seven Hail Marys. So you actually end up with forty nine Hail Marys instead of fifty, like the Rosary. So it's very comparable oh, in length. Yeah. yeah, and um, yeah, but the seven are encouraged to be prayed on Tuesday and Friday, just like we pray the Sorrowful so, Mysteries, mm -hmm. but you're just going into the Sorrowful Mysteries in a, in a different way, and um, I think a deeper way. I love this chaplet. I mm -hmm. feel like it's um, very powerful. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I've heard about it before, but it never, like, in details before, so... Um, being now part of the play. <laughs> yeah, you took on a, a, you were called to do, which is a crazy, a big part of the play. Itself, but yeah, yeah you um, and your family, right? Yeah, so I never, I think I met Miranda once before, and it's unfortunate she's she's not well today, so we'll have to do a post podcast once the play is done. Yeah, but um, yeah, she just kind of showed up in my life at the time where my baby girl was being sorrowful and so I stopped at a friend's place and Miranda was at my friend's place and she was like hey there's this play we're doing I'm like cool that's awesome and it's like Danielle who's with us now thought of you and your husband and your baby to be the holy family <laughs> which I was nice. like yeah, yeah that's funny uh, we're not actors but that's a whole other Not yet. Way. Yeah. It's like an <laughs> example of those like God wings that happen oh, to you and Miranda yeah. all the time for this yeah. play of like so things great. just lining up, right? Whereas like when when we went to your parish, which we only went to because our priest was gone, um, you asked about my baby's name. And that was the only reason I think you thought about us because Delares, my baby yes. girl, is named after Our Lady of Sorrow yes. and my auntie. So Dolores, yes. Yeah, Which is so translation. Beautiful. Like Dular. the Latin Yeah. Dolores is Dula. Sorrow. Yeah, yeah. Sorrow. Yeah. So pretty crazy. And I remember you like just lighting up, but I had no idea. What was you, going on in my head? Yeah. <laughs> you had never said anything on that Sunday and no. the next day I saw Miranda. Oh, and she you... does not live close by. <laughs> so at that time when you met Dolores, like what was going through your mind when you had that smile? Oh, it was funny, you guys, because we had just had some other things fall into place um, with the play, and we were just like, we just need, you know, Mary and Joseph and, and a baby. And then I went to Mass, and then the next day I was like, oh, Elisa's here, and I just wanted to go call, call at your baby and, and see how you were doing. And, and uh, there's her husband, you know, at the back with his beard and Elisa, all beautiful, and and then your baby, and it was like, what's your baby's name? And <laughs> my baby's name is Our Lady of Sorrows. Basically, that's what I heard. <laughs> it's like, sometimes I'm like, um, what is that? Uh, 
signs for dummies. That's how God talks to me. It was like, here you go. Here's a holy family. Like it was just another one of those things. Because then, yeah, just looking at you guys, you look like the holy family and your baby. Oh my goodness. Even funnier because this is like sort of report because when I think of Our Lady, I just think of her veil. And I had never worn a veil at like besides my wedding, but I had been wanting to on Sundays to be veiled. For many reasons, and mm-hmm. I was always putting it off, and I was like, just order one, and I did it, and I was like, nice. just wear it once, maybe not in your own parish, <laughs> and it ended up being that day where Aww. you were like thinking about of Our Lady, so it's like oh, crazy. Right. I was wearing it that day. Yes. Yeah. So, so and she it's looked been helping extra Marian. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. That's why I was laughing to Miranda because I'm like, I'm usually like a soldier or something in place, like something okay. big. <laughs> not. I don't know. I always pictured Mary like. Like from Joan of Arc to Marian. Yeah, totally. Like femininity. Yeah. Just really coming into that. That's cool. It's and I was starting the consecration to Our Lady for the third time now. So Mm. yeah, so I think that all of that is helping me as well. Mm. Um, to grow closer to her and she's totally like helping me journey closer to Christ. Yeah, and beautiful. That's and totally and that's hard. ultimately why the Catholic faith has been so devoted to Mary is because mm-hmm. she's our mom, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. and she, I think it's Saint Maximilian Kolbe that has the quote. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. That you can't love Mary more than Jesus yeah. did. Yeah. That yeah, it's I, from the book of the Thirty Three Days to Morning Glory. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's just a. Uh, to us, it's honoring a mother, like, the way that she should be, so, and she always leads us closer to Christ, mm-hmm. so it's yeah. really neat to hear that this is coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you look at these, um, these seven sorrows, I think they touch parents in a special way. Anybody who has, like, suffering, or who, anybody who lives life, you know, <laughs> they should touch you. But like in a yes. special way, I look at these seven sorrows and you just understand Mary so much better and what she went through. And we can relate to her, you know, mm-hmm. especially as moms. We can relate to holding our babies and imagining, like being worried for their future, right? Mm-hmm. Or... um you know, we can relate to the feeling of losing them, whether it be if we lose them in a mall or if we just feel like we're losing them to life, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, every single one of these, um, I don't know if you guys want me just to go over them real quick, the yeah. seven, the yes. sorrows. Yes. So they're, what we enter into when we do this meditation are the seven sorrows. So the first one is the prophecy of Simeon. So Simeon's prophecy that a sword would pierce Mary's heart as she presented Jesus in the temple. So that's like the moment where she's, you know, I have this baby. I know um, this is the Messiah. But she was revealed at that moment what was going to be done to him. Mm -hmm. So it was like, can you imagine Mm -hmm. um, understanding how misunderstood he was going to be, that he was going to die a a torturous death. And so, um, and then having to be completely resigned and trustful through that all right Mm -hmm. so that's the first one and the second one is when they have to flee to egypt so she has to completely trust her husband and follow him and be like let's go right um poverty 
discomfort, none of the, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's the second. And then the loss of the child Jesus in the temple. So Mary and Joseph's anxiety when they lost young Jesus for three days during the visit to Jerusalem. And, uh, three days. Yeah, can you imagine three days? No. Like that's a nightmare, right? That's all. Ten, one minute, ten minutes is just like. Ten minutes feels like three days, doesn't it? A long it? time, yeah. 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 Um, and then the fourth is Mary meets Jesus carrying the cross. So from the third to the fourth, we kind of have then now Jesus of the Passion. So the fourth, mm-hmm. fifth, and sixth, and seventh are the mm-hmm. the uh, Jesus of the Passion. Are we at the fourth? Yeah, I might be losing count here. But so she meets him carrying his cross, and the sorrow of witnessing Jesus's painful journey as he carried the cross to Calvary, and then we have the crucifixion and death of Jesus. So the intense grief of Mary as she stood at the foot of the cross and watched her son die. But she stood there. We all know the Stabat Mater, mother standing. So she stood. Mm-hmm. And the most painful thing that she could do, she stood. Stand Beautiful strong. things to meditate on, right? Like, mm-hmm. wow. And then the taking down of the body of Jesus from the cross. So the sorrow of removing Jesus' lifeless body on the cross. And we all know this from, like, the Pieta. Right? Mm -hmm. Our Lady, we probably all have the Pieta in our churches or know of one in a church where she's holding her her dead son. And we can all just, yeah, just stare at that. I can just stare at that, that, yeah, statue that, you know, I I was able to actually see it at St. Peter's Square. It is way bigger than I ever (laughs) thought it was. It's it's, it's just remarkable. But um, we have a beautiful little one in our little country parish and... Yeah, I never tire of of, of looking at that and uh, contemplating her, mm-hmm. her uh, her strength and yeah her trust, and then um, the burial of Jesus. So the heartache of laying Jesus' body in the tomb and saying goodbye. So yeah, she had to go through all of these things, and but just that um, that trust, that hope, you know, through the tears, through the sorrows, through her agony that hope in the resurrection, that mm-hmm. hope through it all, that no matter what we go through in this life, Our Lady has been through it. No matter what we right. go through in this life, Jesus has been through it. Like mm-hmm. they want to enter into our sorrows with us mm-hmm. and then they want to draw out the goodness, mm-hmm. you know, um, that can come from these situations. And he saved the world yeah. with this, yeah. with his... Conquered death. You know, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. it really is, it really is beautiful. As a new mom... I've always, I, I started this consecration and like really trying to know Mary more as not just a cradle Catholic and like, oh yeah, Mary is part of my life, mm-hmm. but like really knowing her. And I always struggled. And then it just, like you said, like as a mom, it was like once I had Teleres three, almost four months ago, I remember being in the backseat with her and she was not enjoying the mm-hmm. car ride. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, I was just like heartbroken. Like it was, I just I saw her in this buckle that looked like a jail cell to me. Yes. And I was like, my oh, poor baby. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're a lady. And I was just thinking everything that she went through at that time. And it was just like crazy that yeah. like these sorrowful moments started touching my heart a lot more. And this was mm-hmm. before I got asked or knew about this play. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's yeah. nuts. It's beautiful. That's, that's part of the reason why I love. Catholicism so much and is just 
how many avenues we have to bring strength into our own lives mm. how we can relate to Mary's sorrows like there's there's like you said before they went through it all first and they want to see us through ours to this day mm-hmm. like it's not old news like it's the news mm-hmm. so it's yeah that's my favorite part of of this faith is so many different ways to connect to connect yeah in this day and age yeah yeah so our next question well has it ever been answered i feel it kind of was like why should we pray the rosary if yeah people are wondering what is this what are these beads what does it do how Mm -hmm. does it help us Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where do we start so something that is really cool with this rosary is um, with this chaplet, I guess, of Our Lady of Sorrows um, is that it's more of a penitential. Um, it focuses on more of a penitential um, nature to it. So it can really help us root out our hidden sins. A mm. lot of times we can kind of get stuck in our spiritual life mm. or become lukewarm or become... Maybe just lose um, lose tired. a sense of fervor or yeah, become tired just exactly. The, the little yeah, we get stuck similar. in our old habits or whatever, right? So our Lady of Sorrows is known to be able to show us new ways. So reveal to us our hidden sins, and then so we can get past them, so we can heal mm-hmm. and and move closer to Christ, right? We always want to be growing in our faith and and growing in our spiritual life and growing in our in our love for Christ. So Our Lady of Sorrows is that perfect friend to help us root out our sins. And I think that is probably one of the most important things we can do, right, mm-hmm. for our spiritual life and for our families and communities and, and be able to just, I guess, prepare our souls to better do God's will, right? Mm-hmm. So To be a light. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... Sh- She's known to also um, be, uh, says that Our Lady of Swords is, one, is the one to go to for the graces of rooting out demons in ourselves and our loves, loved ones and, the, and a grace of deeper conversion. So if we're having problems with somebody in our life, family members, friends or whatever, we can go to Our Lady of Sorrows and ask, what's going on here? Reveal to me, help me um, understand. And she's like the best mama to do that as our lady of sorrows um yeah so specifically uh, problems with children uh wanting loved ones to convert um uh, turn back to god or wanting just to seek like we were talking about a a deeper personal healing and yeah just to have that ability to know ourselves better so, and we all know that meditation is foundational in, advan- in advancing in the spiritual life. So meditating on Christ's passion with Our Lady is one of the most powerful prayers we can pray. There are some promises that go along with it. You guys Seven, like the promises? Right? Yes. <laughs> I've, I've read them, but Yeah. Yes. Do you want me to tell, yes, say them? Yes. Okay. Yes. I love these promises because, I don't know, they give us something concrete to hold on to. Mm-hmm. And, um, Yeah. It, like it that, just shows how like that candy yeah <laughs> yeah it's just about, kind of good job training. potty training yeah here's a little gold star <laughs> oh yeah so the promises that go with this devotion 
Um, I will grant peace to their families. They will be enlightened about the divine mysteries. Mm -hmm. I will console them in their pains and I will accompany them in their work. I will give them as much as they ask for as long as it does not oppose the adorable will of my divine son or the sanctification of their souls. That's so sweet. Mm. I will defend them in their spiritual battles with the infernal enemy and I will protect them at every instant of their lives. I will visibly help them at the moment of their death and they, uh, they will see the face of their mother. <gasps> So beautiful and uh, the other the last one is I have obtained from my divine son that those who propagate this devotion to my tears of Dolores will be taken directly from the earthly life to eternal happiness since all their sins will be forgiven and my son and I will be their eternal consolation and joy so just that hope of the resurrection of, of, of the beatific vision and just our lady yeah. is she's are, there to accompany us these are no little promises <laughs> oh aren't they beautiful though that's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. yeah and they just go perfect with the sorrows because it's like we know life is not all joys right mm -hmm. so it's like look jesus's resurrection is here but look what he went through so in a way we are all called to our own sorrows and um to have this hope at the end mm -hmm. that we all go, oh yes, you know, and, and he does give us lots of joys and consolations mm -hmm. throughout, but yeah, but to meditate. That's funny you say that because just yesterday I was doing the joyful mystery with my mom. I'm like, am I getting mixed up with the sorrowful? And I'm like, because it's the presentation at the temple, and then because mm -hmm. it's a part of the joyful mystery, right? Yeah, and I was like, oh, yes, yeah, it it was a joy because yes. they were obedient and like this was all being prophesized. But then it's also part of the, of the sorrow. Exactly what you said about bringing yeah. like good in the in the sorrowful moments and the tough times and just trusting that to stand mm -hmm. like you said, mm -hmm. like Our Lady did, mm -hmm. which is crazy because our our slogan for our sweaty saints is stand strong. I think you lit mm -hmm. up when you yeah, yeah. Said that. <laughs> when when you said that Mary stood mm -hmm. in all of her sorrow and. Um, what, what sweaty saints came to anchor in was Ephesians six ten, and mm. and more, yeah. you know the whole the verse, whole and then and finally to stand, and so it's just, it kind of ties in. Yeah, yeah. it all ties because that's our first September first like, is that event as well as Stand Strong event. Awesome. Yeah. So you need to come. Perfect. <laughs> Mary, there's no sitting for a whole hour. Standing strong. Oh. <laughs> and there's a reward. Maybe some candy. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Or whatever you like. Oh, Mary. What a sweet mother. I'm excited to go watch. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very excited for that. Yeah, it's interesting because I'm excited too. It's kind of one of those things where like, well, I am confident that God is going to pull this off, right? It's yes. kind of like he's just going to bring it together. And yes. I'm sure he, the Holy Spirit will be at work. And, and uh, there's some souls that are meant to be touched by this. Mm -hmm. We definitely feel, even though, like, you know, in the 50 actors being pulled in, there's ladies, you know, sewing. So, yeah. Oh, bless their hearts. But it's like these 
beautiful souls ready and willing to give right. their time and energy because they believe in serving Our Lady and saying, hey, like, we love you. Mm-hmm. You're our mama. Mm-hmm. We're doing this. I know, I know people are doing it not because of an initiative, mm-hmm. but because they love Our Lady mm-hmm. and they get it. Like, Our Lady is always going to bring us so close to Jesus. And we know that whether it's a seamstress or somebody who's going to be working on music or somebody who's going to be directing the cars to go or a parishioner mm-hmm. who's going to attend or, you know, somebody who's going to stumble across this play because they heard it as a play and I'm not sure what it's about, mm-hmm. but I'm going, you know. <laughs> the venue's so beautiful. Yeah. yeah, like there's going to be stories that God God wants to do something and we're not probably going to yeah. see all the fruits, but totally. you know, he uses these events yeah. to... To, to touch souls. Me and Miranda yes. were talking last week or two weeks ago, I can't remember now, over the phone, and that was a bit what she was sharing. She's like, oh, I just, I don't, I don't even have an idea in a way of, like, what he's really doing, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm just trying to be, be obedient, and I was like, wow, I can relate so much with our, our small project with Sweaty Saints of, like, yes. if you want to squash this project, do please, it, please, please do it. <laughs> I was like, I don't know why. It's just like it's so small, like you know, just like all these yes. things that we can feed each other, uh, like ourselves, like our minds. These of doubts, like, yeah, these doubts, and he's like, you don't need to know the reason, even if it's one person that shows up. Mm-hmm. You need to keep showing up, and mm-hmm. and that the whole aspect of that conversation, I think we were saying was, I think it's really for me, if if not if, if not anything, for someone yeah. else. <laughs> I think yes. God is working the most in me, and this is oh, what yes. I need yeah. to grow. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that was a conversation we've had before as well as the Three Sweaty Saints. Mm. It's just like, as long as it's bringing us closer. Yeah. That's what we need to keep focus on. When he wants yeah. us to use our gifts and passions, mm-hmm. right? Like he has these plans, and all of a sudden these inspirations come forward. It's <laughs> kind of you have to take that leap of faith and say, okay, I'll. I'll be obedient to you and you know the fruits, but yeah. we can kind of empty our hands, give it to him and know that, you know, there's some kind of plan at work, yeah. even if it doesn't, you know, even if we get five people to this play, it might just be that one soul that really, mm-hmm. you know, that's the prideful and, part that yeah. we have to grapple with. Yeah. Like as humans, like, for instance, like I want so many people to come to our Stand Strong event. Like mm-hmm. I want to fill the backyard with 40, 50 people. But yeah. like you said, it might only be five. It might only be one. But we have to let God do his work, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and just be there to, yeah, to be obedient and know <laughs> that, that it's, we're doing our best and what it, what we what's been put on our hearts kind of thing yeah and that's the beautiful, beautiful thing of the 33 days to morning glory that consecration if no one's done it do it mm-hmm. have you done it yeah yeah and yeah part of that as well i forget who was saying it. i don't know if it was uh father Kately. is mm-hmm. that the author mm-hmm. yeah who's just explaining even when you pray mary knows what your personal needs are and so if we can just the part of the pride of like I want this to be fixed or I want this to be better you know like just wanting things to go smoothly or etc all these things that go through my mind it's like you know what just offer that prayer to our lady and she will multiply it mm-hmm. and it was it's crazy because we don't know he was explaining like maybe there's someone in China you know or in a different different area that needs it most right now and we have no clue yeah. <laughs> we don't know the full picture of this masterpiece of this trillion piece puzzle right yeah 
intricacies yeah. of the world, how so, we're all connected. Yeah, and that's the beauty of Our Lady is, okay, can you take my little apple and she'll put it on a gold plate kind of thing, is how we explained it. And yes. So, yeah, that surrender. Which makes mm-hmm. so much sense as a mom. Like, how often do our kids ask us things and you're like, if you only knew the big picture. Right? <laughs> like, so true. Old yeah. Yes. Yes. You so don't true. even know. That's so Aww. true. Okay, so, yeah, another question maybe for whoever's listening is, okay, I'm interested in going. This sounds awesome. Or I feel a pool to go. What do I need to know? What do I need to bring? Maybe um, can I? Where can I find all this info of these dates? Mm-hmm. So um, the ministry, this theater ministry, is going through Saint Malo Parish, Padua's Saint Malo. Um, so they are promoting it in their bulletin, and I believe on their Facebook page. You'll also uh, so you can find the dates there. Um, it is going to be the Saturday and the Sunday. So it, Our Lady of Sorrows uh, feast date is on September 15th. That's the Friday. So we are having it the day after on the 16th and on the 17th. So it's kind of like a uh, a pilgrimage. You can make it a pilgrimage. You're welcome to join us in a nine-day nine novena beforehand. Make it a really spiritual experience. Offer up your loved ones. Offer up your intentions. Um, come to the theater with a, with a heart ready to pray and really make a pilgrimage to Our Lady of Sorrows um, out of it. So you can come on the Saturday the 16th at 5 p.m. We will be having adoration beforehand and then the play will be at 6 p.m. And then on the Sunday we are having Mass. So bilingual Mass yeah, at 11 a.m. Bring a picnic lunch. Uh, you know, have it at the grotto and stay for the play at 1 p.m. Yeah, so those are the two. It's just two two dates. If you haven't been to the grotto, there are pews to sit in. It is a gorgeous, sacred space. You do not need to bring chairs. Um, there is no tickets to buy. We would just love for you to come. Bring your whole family. It's very family-friendly. Uh, there's, you know, bathrooms available there, everything you need. Um yeah, free will offering. So just come on down, the more the merrier. And uh, yeah, we really wanna um, invite everybody to come and, and pray this chaplet. So it is gonna be like a chaplet where you will be invited to pray um, during the during the play, which you'll see how it will flow. Um, but yeah, so yeah, you can find us at uh, Padua's St. Malo. And I believe I do have some, like a little Facebook, page and it is called theater in the grotto nice yes so where is it more plays yeah who knows right so if you wanted to follow that page yeah it's theater at the grotto in saint malo so it kind of has all the information there and there's events listed uh for the two times perfect so yeah that's on on facebook but that's the only social media we have right now. Because yeah. there's special um, chaplet, like rosaries, as well for this prayer, Oh, right? yes. Very important. And we will actually have, did you guys hear, some rosaries available for sale there. We have local, you know, artists, again, mm-hmm. oh. getting everybody to use their talents that are going to be 
making chaplets. Um, I know of one of your yeah. friends, parishioners, yeah. Carrie Bonkamp, makes these beautiful um, rosary bracelets. So she'll be making some Seven Sorrows bracelets that we can pick. You can uh, pick up for, for a fee there. Um, the artwork, is, even this artwork is from a local artist, from Tiana her. Williams from um, Saskatchewan. Isn't it beautiful? Nice. This Our Lady of Sorrow. So there'll be a oh, couple of pictures. Okay. Yeah, we'll have some of her artwork for sale there. Oh, nice. Um, it's not the whole picture. I'm just showing the ladies for, um, mm. the picture. Uh, Tiana Williams does yeah amazing sacred art. So yeah, yeah oh, we're trying to just use all our gifts and mm -hmm. bring them all together and yeah promote. I really really believe that um, we can evangelize through beauty, right? Through th oh, through absolutely. theater, through music, through jewelry, through art, and uh, yeah, this play is an opportunity to bring all those those gifts together and and use them for the glory of God. So yeah, you can yes. check that out. Amazing. Yeah. Well, well, I think this is a beautiful call for everyone to also, who's listening, to pray. <laughs> to mm -hmm. pray for everyone involved. Um, it's a big boat to steer. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, we'll definitely be praying for you and Miranda as well, who's doing a big role in this oh, and yeah. getting everything done. She's and amazing. Um, yeah. Well, we get to know Miranda's story a little bit on the next episode. Yeah, we hope so. We hope we'll get her, okay. get her after the play. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming out and joining us. My pleasure. And sharing your wisdom. It's Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for your prayers. God bless you today and always. And remember, embrace. Thank you so much for listening. We feel so grateful to have your support. We have been working to provide this community with various events, including our favorite women's nights. If you are interested in joining us, please reach out to see when our next event is happening. And if you feel called to support our mission, visit our website store at www.sweatysaints.ca. Thanks again. God bless.